At this time, I invite everyone to stand as you are able now in honor of the reading of the gospel passage from the Gospel of John. Now, before the festival of the Passover, Jesus knew that this his hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. Then the devil had already put into the heart of Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray him. And during the supper, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he had come from God and was going to God, got up from the table, took off his outer robe, and tied a towel around himself. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was tied around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? And then Jesus answered, You do not know what I am doing, but later you will understand. And Peter said to him, You will never wash my feet. And then Jesus answered, Unless I have washed you, you have no share with me. And then Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. And Jesus said to him, One who has bathed does not need to wash except for the feet, but is entirely clean. And you are clean, though not all of you. For he knew who was going to betray him. For this reason he had said, Not all of you are clean. Now after he washed their feet, he had put on his robe and returned from the table. He said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for that is what I am. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have set you an example, that you also should do as I have done to you. And very truly, I tell you, servants are no greater than their master, nor are messengers greater than the one who sent them. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. And when he had gone out, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man has been glorified. And God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am only with you a little longer. You will look for me as I said to the Jews, and so now I say to you, where am I going? You cannot come. And so I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. And by this, everyone will know that you are my disciple. And if you have love for one another, this is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. As Andy said earlier, today is one of the most holiest days of the Christian year. It is a time where we come together as a church and we witness through the gospel readings the final moments of Christ with his disciples. And we call today Monday Thursday for a reason. You see, today we, we read about him washing his disciples' feet, being the ultimate servant, being the example of what we are all supposed to be. And then later we will share in communion as Christ shared in the Passover meal with his disciples as his last supper before going to the garden to pray and be apprehended by the guards. And so we are gathered here today to acknowledge this moment of Christ's ministry and life. We are here to be witnesses, but also to learn, to gain an appreciation and an understanding of what Christ went through for us, for our sake, not for his. He did not need to be saved, 
But each and every one of us, we needed that Savior. And so he did this for us and paid our price. And so we are gathered here today to be a part of that moment of Christ and his disciples. And so we get to this part of the, of the ministry of Jesus with the John's Gospel account. And the scene opens up before the festival of Passover where Jesus knew that his hour has come. His hour has come to depart from this world and go to the Father. It says, Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. He loved them to the end. And now the devil, who has been at work trying to disrupt God's plan and God's creation from the very beginning, had a plan to disrupt this moment as well, where he had put into the heart of Judah's son, Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. And so during this supper, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and he was going to God, he got up from the table and took off his outer robe and tied a towel around himself poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet, wiping them with that towel. And so he knows that the end of this part of his ministry and his life is coming to a close. The hour is here. And so everything that Christ does is intentional. It sends a message, shows us a way to live, and tells us something that is very important. And so he takes this moment to get up from the meal that he was sharing with his disciples to wash their feet. And I'm sure many of us understand that this job was not a glorious job for that day and age. Every travel was on foot for the men. The ground was not nice and paved like ours. It was dirty. And so it was a custom for a meal a meal where there's respected guests involved, that there would be a servant present at these meals to wash the feet of the guest. You see, the table that they ate at was not a high table like this, but a lowly table where they would have to sit and recline with their feet out to the side. And so it would be nice to have everyone's foot that had dirt, sand, anything on it to be clean because the feet are literally at the table. But here you notice that none of the disciples had their feet clean. There was no servant for some reason to wash their feet. And one disciple, or all of them actually, would probably have loved to wash Jesus' feet. But if they washed his foot, it was customary for them to wash all the others. And they weren't going to wash their friend's feet, no. <laughs> They'll do Christ, but they won't do everybody else. So everybody's had dirty feet. And during the meal, though, Jesus got up to prove a point. He took off his outer robe and took a towel, wrapped it around his waist, and went to his disciples to wash their feet, all 12 of them. And so he got to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? And Jesus said, you do not know what I am doing, but later you'll understand. And Peter said to him, you'll never wash my feet. Then Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no share with me. And Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet, but my hands and my head. And then Jesus said to him, One who has bathed does not need to wash except the feet, 
but is entirely clean. And you are clean, though not all of you, for he knew who was to betray him. And for this reason, he said, not all of you are clean. You see, Peter resisted. No, my Lord and Savior, he can't wash my feet. No, I'm not going to let him wash my feet. I can't let him do this job. I'm going to refuse. But then Christ persisted and said, If you do not let me wash your feet, then you are no part of me. You can have no part of me. So please, let me wash your feet. Then Peter, and classic Peter, Peter is zero to 100. Then he was like, well then, of course, why don't you wash my hair, wash my hands, give me a scrub down, let's go. And Jesus is like, Peter, no, you're missing the point. You are clean. You have bathed, you're clean, but I need to wash your feet. Let me wash your feet. Because there are some of you who are present that are not clean. And so in this moment, I think we can relate to, to Peter in some of this. I think many of us, if Jesus said, hey, let me help you wash your feet. Let me come over here and cut your grass for you. Or let me come over here and clean your home or wash your car. Or no, let me go run all your errands for you. Or no, let me pay your house note. I got it. Many of us are being, Lord, we're not worthy. No, don't do this for us. Do this for someone else, but not us. I think many of us can relate to that. Many of us sometimes resist help. We want to be the ones that help others. We are okay. We are fine. Let us help others. Jesus, go help others. But if we're not careful, and if we're like Peter, that can be a sign of pride, a sign of being guarded, of not letting people in, not letting your God in into your most vulnerable areas of your life. Washing feet is a very vulnerable thing. And so I think we're being told in this moment to not be guarded when it comes to God, but let him enter into your life. Surrender yourself to him. Let him be the one that bears your weight because it was him who had the plan of his son dying for your sins. So I think in this moment, it speaks to all of us when we try to resist help or resist our God and resist others. And it shows us that we need to be more open and more vulnerable. And so Christ in this moment is being what he needs to be to all of his disciples. And so after he had washed their feet and he put on his robe and returned to the table, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord. And you are right, for that is what I am. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash another's feet. For I have set for you an example that you should do as I have done. Very truly, I tell you, servants are not greater than their masters, nor are messengers greater than the one who sent them. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. It's not really highlighted here, but you do have to understand that he washed all 12 disciples' feet, including the one that he knows will betray him. And here he tells them, you need to do as I have done. So we may think, 
sure, I can wash my friend's feet, fine, or the ones I know and that I love. Sure, I can serve them, you know, that I can handle that. But we glaze over that Christ knelt before the one who would betray him and washed his feet and then told his disciples, you need to do as I have done. And so what does that say to us and to those that we do not get along with or agree with or have a difficult time with? Did Christ say, well, you don't have to wash their feet. You, you can ignore them. No, he didn't. He says you need to love and serve them too. And that, my friends, is hard. But we are called to be Christian and do that in the way God calls us to do it. And so that is what we have to wrestle with. We have that same challenge as well as Christ did of washing the feet and kneeling before the ones that will ultimately betray you. It goes on and says, When he had gone out, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am you only a little longer. You will look for me as I said to the Jews. So now I say to you, Where I am going, I'm going, you cannot come. So I give you a new commandment that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you should also love one another. And by this you will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. And so today we call today Monday Thursday. If you get our Rooted in Christ daily devotional today, Andy lifted up that Monday means commandment. Commandment Thursday. We received a new commandment. To love one another as Christ has loved us. Christ gave sacrificially to the world. He gave his everything to the world. And so as his disciples, we are called to give all of ourselves, all of ourselves to the world. We are to love as Christ has loved. We are to serve as Christ has served. We are to pray as Christ has prayed. We are to honor God as Christ has honored God. And that's tough. That is really hard. That is a high bar. But that shouldn't distract us. That should not discourage us. Because we are given the full grace and love and mercy of Jesus and God in these moments as we try. How do we know that? We know that because of what we're about to do. We're about to join in in Holy Communion and receive in that moment the grace of God. We are going to fully embrace the moment of Christ and his last supper as he gets ready to go to the cross and die for us. That's how we know. That's how we know that we are loved as we try to live out this new commandment. Because there will be days where we'll do really good And there will be days we will fail miserably. But the ultimate message here is to not give up, but to keep trying and to keep trying and to keep trying because of what was done for us through Jesus Christ. 
for the price that he paid for us, it is worth to keep trying because we are so incredibly loved. And in this moment here of the meal that the disciples were taking and this example that Christ was giving by washing the feet here, I believe as God has sent his Christ, sent this Jesus for us, I think we are to see how we're to live. I think we are to understand of how we are loved. And in this moment, in this space, on this Monday, Thursday, we respond with our life and by giving our love and allowing ourselves to be loved. Let us pray.